So wait, what? who the fuck is Johnny? <laughs> he's a defender for wolves. Has he been there all year? <laughs> yeah, he was what? there last year, mate. Fuck. He's been there for multiple Castro years. Jonathan is his real name. Jonathan and that Castro. That, that, oh, <laughs> no, it's no, it's not. No, it's not. Mate, it says the last name. I fucking hate this app. On today's footy corner, Tottenham's woes continue at Anfield. Arsenal are in a crisis as Shaka could be stripped of his captaincy. Captain America makes his mark in Northeast England. Leicester fucks Southampton. United can't convert pens. Pookie is dead. And VAR is a fraud. And along with the normal predictions, comments, nonce of the week, the fantasy corner, and lock of the week, next. And we are back on the footy corner. Arin, how's everything going for you? Everything's going great. Um, not too much to complain about. How about you? Yeah, not too bad. You know, the week's been a bit normal in there. <laughs> you know, but I just want to give a shout-out <laughs> already. It only took three seconds. I want to give a fucking shout-out episode to, the, to our boys. Okay. I want to give a shout-out to... Be more, Jeff Paris, Steve, um, Nikhil, and am I forgetting the anyone? people that make the episode and happen? Everyone that that contributes, it's amazing. So uh, thank you, you mean guys. to the uh, to the comments. Yeah, the comments. Yeah, I love the interactions. That's why I'm shouting you guys out. So. Yeah, we have some, we have some very good ones, which we'll come to in the show. Very top stuff from the lads. No horseshoe this weekend. No horseshoe. Also, super mind the lads that listen but don't put in their predictions. <clears throat> Jerem. Oh. Yeah. Uh, oh, I forgot to mention, I, I was in Florida. Oh, yeah. You were in Gainesville, Cheers Florida. Lads, you must, and I, and I know we predominantly have lads listening to this, I was at the University of Florida. Send your children there. It's an electric factory. Uh, but or, was, or Alabama. I've had good experiences oh. um, with people from Alabama. Oh, yeah. But for those that don't know, <laughs> I am a professor uh, at Purdue Northwest. I, some people might not know that. Um, and our team, we uh, went for the uh, uh, autocross or grassroots motorsports challenge. And our team, uh, it was a combination of autocross and drag racing. Uh, you know, I had a bunch of students work on a car. So some they, some legal, uh, what's that movie called? Fast and Fast Furious. Fast and Furious, yeah. And uh, yeah, we raced on an NHRA course and we took uh, two awards. So proud moment there wow um, that was my little brag i <laughs> i jerked off and played fifa so that's where we're at mate we need to go to the horseshoe just joking i had some fun this weekend i think i forgot what i did already all right all well, right well you probably had fun watching uh liverpool and tottenham Liverpool yes, with yes, the yes, 2-1 yes, yes. win at home um kane scoring first for tottenham but liverpool answered with two in the second <clears> half from henderson and a salah penalty yeah uh, Arian, what was your major takeaway from this match takeaway is you 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 Take what you take. You take what you get. Sorry, okay. you take what you take. What the fuck am I on right now? So what does that I'm mean? On two hours of sleep. Um, that means the penalty that was given to Salah at the end was not, in my opinion, I don't think it was. Uh, I don't think it should have been a penalty. So, not to so, Salah. So sorry. that's interesting. So you Salah don't think that was a penalty? No. So what happens for those? This that is what happens though. It, like when you win the league, you have to have things like this. And for Jeff Paris, my, no, sorry, I cut you off very mm-hmm. rudely there, but. It's like when Vincent Company had that like ninety yard fucking no three sixty no scope strike, 
Remember, I, he knows what I'm talking about last year to pretty much seal it. You need this shit to happen. You need luck. You need calls to go your way. It happened. Funny enough, I actually thought it was a pen. See, on initial look, I said no pen. Then, obviously, we go to VAR, and we have our word about VAR this week. So your, your first qualm with VAR is in this match. It's, uh, it's not a qualm, like whatever you just fucking said. But <laughs> here's what I'm saying. I think it was like by the, by the book. Maybe a foul, but for me, I don't think he did it on purpose. So, well, I think that. So, as I was saying, I think uh, I think Mane loses the ball to Arie, but Arie is a little yeah. slow. Could have been tired. I don't know. If I he think was he's tired. tired. He's a fast guy. <laughs> yeah. But whatever it was, he was very slow to kick the ball. It was a complete accident. I agree. But unfortunately, that's a foul outside the box. They're going to call it a foul in the box nowadays. Although they've been very inconsistent. These bar people, yeah, these refs. Um, outside of that, I thought that this had a lot of back and forth action. Yep. Um, I thought Son had a really good chance late in the first to give Tottenham a two nothing lead, and I think after that didn't happen. You know, Liverpool had a you know a flurry of chances in all moments of the match. Obviously, Correct. if you look at the possession stats, if you look at the shots on goal, they pretty much dominated everything. Doubled, doubled Tottenham on everything. Right, and it's one of those things that. If Tottenham, I think, had scored that second goal, could be a different story. Right. They missed their main chance, and it was inevitable to me that Liverpool would at least score one and, and then probably a second once they get that first, especially at Anfield. Yeah, and um, going back to that call, uh, I think Mane did that on purpose. I think he put his, his foot there on purpose. He had the uh, presence of mind yeah. to uh, to do that. So it's it's all about it's soccer IQ. It's knowing how the game is being played these days and Playing it to your strengths, I guess, and, and, and working it, working the system. I, yeah, I'd say Mane and Zaha are probably two of the better players at drawing penalties yeah. in situations that maybe don't have any business, and then uh, they get the penalty. Liverpool actually is undefeated in their last 10 Premier League games at Anfield when conceding the first goal, and they've won their last six. So if you score first at Anfield, it's actually spelled doom for you in the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're looking good. You, you just know, don't they, want to come to Anfield. That's yeah. just not good. They keep it rolling. Tottenham, 11th place. Yep. I mean... As we're going to talk in this uh, upcoming interview. Yeah, we, we talk a little bit about it with uh, with our guest. Um, this is actually the first time since 2014 that Tottenham's been in the bottom half of the table in November, as we're heading into November. Uh, do you think they're going to get out of it anytime I mean, soon? To be fair, that's not that long ago. Yeah. Well, it's been five years. Five years. Do you think they can fight out of it? Did this performance give you any um, reason that they could fight out of it? or Out of what? Out of this rut that they're in. They cannot get any points. No, I can't. They finally had uh, Son, Kane, Erickson. All these guys played together. They, they were. were they, I think they were just motivated this game. I think a lot of them played in that game in the Champions League final. And they came out here feeling like they had something to prove. You know, obviously you're going to be a little more motivated this game. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what the result was. I think I don't know what it is when they play uh, other games, but something just isn't there. Yeah, only the, well, this is only the fourth time actually. Erickson, Kane, Son, and Ali have played together in 2019. Yeah. So that's how injury ravaged they've been. Um, and then, as we'll talk later, Harry Winks got to start. Well, we'll see how they'll do. Yeah, um, Young's still dead. Still dead. Uh, Los Celso came in as a sub. Didn't do anything really. So. No. Anything about this match? No. I think that's a perfect segue to our uh, interview this week with our first Tottenham guest ever, Nick Novosel. 
And today on the show, we have a top lad, good friend of mine, Zika brother of mine from St. Kitts, Nick Novosel, first Spurs fan. Thanks for coming on. Hey guys, thanks for having me. Awesome. Uh, so, so for those listening, <laughs> this we'll is round two. This is round two. We're running this again because we did interview Nick, and then the interview disappeared. <laughs> so, yeah. Big time. Thank you. Shout out Skype. Du- <laughs> double the points. Double the points to Nick and Spurs fans. Yeah. So, because we, this I know we slated them, and yeah. So, uh, we'll start with Nick. How did you first become a Spurs fan? As we start most interviews. Yeah. So uh, it's nothing too exciting. Um. I think I was a neutral for like three or four years, um, and I was just drawn to the Spurs style of play. Um, mm-hmm. Really liked watching Dele and Christian Eriksen and Kane do their thing. Yeah, absolutely. And they've they've been uh, a lot better of a team recently, um, and obviously finishing a little above my my beloved Gunners the last few years. I guess uh, I can see why you may have gone that route. So, uh, that said, though, yeah, they've been struggling a bit. Yeah, so going off of that, um, Tottenham now sitting 11th with um, 12 points and only have a goal differential of plus one. With the with the progress they made in the past couple of years, seemingly just getting better and last year even making the Champions League final um, and losing to my boys, <laughs> but still making it and giving a hell of a run in the Premier League still. Um, what, why, like, what's the problem this year? Why are they, um, struggling so much, uh, this year? Cause they didn't lose too much. Yeah. Right. They didn't lose too much. And, uh, you said the first time that like, they basically had the same team back, but didn't they get, like, didn't they get a few new players at least over yeah, the, uh, Bailey, my boy. Orange boy. But he's dead. Yeah. 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 So I think with this like this new batch of players, which they haven't had in a few years, uh, I think it's just Hotch is having a hard time figuring out where they fit in on the team. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, there's been like a rash of injuries, which is just like complicated things. Mm-hmm. So it's true. yeah, it's not like it's not like an easy answer, and I don't. Like, whatever the, the fix is, I don't think it's going to be, a, like, a quick fix. It'll, it's going to take a while to, like, figure things out. Yeah, and, and so it looks like... That sounds kind of dark. That sounds kind of <laughs> scary. I'm not going to lie. Like, man. Are you ready for that? I mean, I guess you, you have... <laughs> yeah, I mean, given Potch's... Sorry, go on. I'm sorry. I was going to say, you are a Cubs fan, so you were patient with that rebuild. Would you, would you be patient with another rebuild? Yeah, I'm, I given Potch's, like you know, career with the Spurs. Mm-hmm. I think he's earned a season to, like, he's earned, like... That season? Yeah, a season to figure things out. Yeah, and, yeah. No, so so with that said, you're getting... Del- you did mention the injuries. Deli Ali's kind of hope- hopefully coming on his way back here. You get a few pieces back. Uh, and you had this game against Liverpool. It was close, close game, actually. You know, you guys had your chances. Uh, were ahead at one point. Could have gone up 2 nothing. Oh yeah. We're undone by a questionable penalty. Did a game like this more so encourage you after the previous results that you've had uh, or you know with the result just being a loss is it still kind of pouring on with the previous results? I think it's definitely encouraging. Yeah. Um given the run they had before this and I mean notwithstanding uh, their Champions League match which they won pretty handily. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
the, like the loss to the Seagulls, the draw with Watford, and uh, yikes. the loss to Bayern in the, in the Champions League. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it was good just to see them like stick around. Um, the new keeper made some good saves, so that was okay. good Guess to see. Got- yeah. That's yeah, he's true. looking good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it like, you know, it's like in between where, like, it's good they stuck around, but it's still another loss. Mm-hmm. Also, shout out Gazzaniga. He is a man rocket. Very good looking man. <laughs> and can play goalie. So, Hugo Lloris, hot seat. Oh, that was a gr- gr- gruesome injury, though. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. So Nick, uh, I'm gonna we're gonna hit you with the traditional fuck Mary kill that we do, um, Tottenham Hotspurs edition, <laughs> and Nick Novosol edition. Yes. So, uh, fuck Mary kill. I'm assuming these three are your boys. <laughs> uh, Harry Kane, Hung Min Son. <laughs> I think that's what it is. <laughs> and yeah, Deli Ali, right. who is my boy. We'll I get like the pronunciation Ali. one. Dude. Yeah, I'm a big Deli Ali guy. But that's your fuck Mary kill. Kind of tough because they're all. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're all my boys, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I'll get the the Mary one out of the way first. Mary son. There you go. Oh yeah. He's he's so exciting to watch. Mm-hmm. I, like and he's I don't he just like you can tell he enjoys being there. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, he's an electric player. Just yeah. Makes some good runs. He's been really he's he filled in at striker too when Kane was hurt. So. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and he filled in really well. Mm-hmm. He almost stopped playing as good when Kane came back. That's true. That's very true, actually. So it's, it would be interesting to see how they get on to get, you know, we'll see. We'll talk. Actually, I'll ask you a little bit if you think that that's disruptive. But I'll let you finish this out. So you got your marrying son. Yeah. Uh, and then I guess I'll fuck Dele. Yeah. <laughs> Top lad. <laughs> uh, young stud. Still with a lot of potential. Yes. Um, and I guess that means I'm going to kill Harry Kane. Because <laughs> he's a mouth breather. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know I had to add that in. You know I had to add that in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, fair <laughs> enough. You know, it's uh, it's always a tough thing to do there. Actually, I want to bounce a question off. You know, we, we did talk about, you did mention how Son kind of trailed off a bit when Kane got introduced. Do they kind of infringe upon each other's games to some point? Is it is that another issue Poch has that some combinations work better than others? Yeah, and I think they do kind of infringe on each other's games, and that's just another thing Poch needs to figure out as the season goes on. Right, yeah, because um, San does make those marauding runs all of a sudden, and then that might leave behind him and Kane exposed, or you just play two up front. So, so many yeah. options that, that uh, you know, yeah. that's, that's crazy. I just want to see him try different things mm-hmm. as the season goes on, and players uh, get fit again. Like, I... Try different things and get Winks off the field. Get Rose <laughs> off the field. <laughs> get Lucas on the field. Yeah, get Lucas on the field. Your boy. <laughs> I mean, you're right. You yeah, can't really get... Way off the field. Put him in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I must say, yeah, you're right. I, I mean, what what's the worst that can happen? Because it's been a bit of a dip, so you put those guys in. Um, kind of going away a little bit. Who's this first. lad Austin B.? <laughs> Huh? <laughs> Their backup goalie Austin B. Who is this? Player? Wait, what? So if Gazaniga dies, Austin Brandon, twenty-year-olds. Oh, wow. So, goal. so Sorry, I'm just, just like looking. Arian at was just doing a little research on the site. Apparently, your guys is backup. I think also, it's Brandon Austin. Yeah. Brandon. Oh, Brandon. 
Is that what I said? What did I say? Austin Brand. He's done it again. Fuck. Bingo. Oh yes. <laughs> I am so glad that this kind of makes me happy. The first one didn't record now because we've just hit a bingo spot. It's worth it. So sorry, Nick. Please uh, clarify what the name of this lad is. Brandon Austin. It's Brandon Austin. <laughs> and is an Austin Brandon. Oh, Bruce. Somewhere Bruce Steve is smiling down. <laughs> uh, with, with that said, oh, I love that. What a moment. With that said, um, we'll, we'll, we'll go a little, little bit away from Spurs for now. We might come back to them later. Uh, who do you think is going to win the league with the latest results? And did that change from your earlier prediction? Maybe before the season you had a prediction, and now, based on how things have gone, has that changed? Yeah, I thought City was going to win mm-hmm. uh, at the beginning of the season, and now i got to put Liverpool uh, ahead of them. I think Liverpool's going to take it. Uh, yeah. Just because Liverpool's picked up a few points in the last few weeks. Um, I don't know, it's, it'll still be close, but I think Liverpool's got the edge. Shout out Jeff Paris. <laughs> taking the all there, bro. <laughs> um, so, as, uh, as, the, as on Twitter and a couple episodes... A topic was brought up about me and my shits. Actually, this was a while ago. Now that I really think about it, yeah. Um, it, this was when I drove back 30 minutes to take a shit at home. <laughs> so, as you stated on Twitter, Brian and Brian Moore has admitted he is team shit everywhere. It's nothing that may. It's just you know, it's a trait. So, uh, I guess, are you team shit at home or team shit anywhere? Uh, I think probably when I was your age, I was team shit at home yeah but that's uh transitioned into team shit anywhere (laughs) i just i think like uh ashton and i were saying we just don't care anymore (laughs) yeah you guys said you'd shit at a concert porta potty that to me is bananas (laughs) that is wild i can't imagine doing that you'll get there you'll get there i mean it's it's right when you gotta go you gotta go right Nick. yeah absolutely I mean that's uh, that's a key. Well, uh, <laughs> well, it's been uh, so it's been good so far. Usually this is the time we open up. If you have any questions for us, uh, which we know you do, uh, so because <laughs> we did this the first time, right? Yes. But uh, what we'll, we'll go over. You had two of them, so we'll start with uh, what was the first question again? Okay, yes, the first question was directed to you, Irene, and it was why do you hate the Spurs so much? <laughs> Well, which banter. I, yeah, which it. was banter, yeah, was, and banter. Um, I just said that I do. Rip, I have ripped on Spurs a lot. Yeah, I, I'm a little partially influenced by the man sitting next to me, but it <laughs> is it is also because I'm frustrated with how they've decided to not really spend too much money, and uh, after such a great season and being able to keep, in my opinion, their key players. Mm-hmm. So, um, and their performances haven't been. Yeah, great. no, I think that's understandable. Yeah. I mean, I, I rip in any team like that, I hope. I think, unless you're Aston Villa, we'll just because my boy Jack Creelish. <laughs> Part of it comes from a disappointment. When you say, Nick, on your end, that you know you speak sometimes, you're a little dis- more disappointed in them than anything. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. The good old I'm not mad, I'm just disappointed. Yeah. You expected more from them. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, what's- Especially with the new stadium. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. That's true. Oh, you know what? I didn't ask this the first time. Uh, were you hoping for an interesting name, or are you okay with Tottenham Hotspur Stadium? That's fine. I'd, okay. I mean, I don't know. You spice it up, it. Spice it up a bit, you know? Yeah. 
Although I guess they haven't been taken over by a sponsor. So that's true. Okay, fair yeah. enough. You had a really, I, I really liked your other question. What was that question again? Okay, so considering the fact the uh, USMNT is in a pretty dark place right now, it might be a good idea to like recall the good times. Mm-hmm. Um, so what was your favorite memory watching the U.S. soccer team? I'll let Aaron go first. Yeah, um, the last World Cup, which we clarify, or the last World Cup they made was 2014, as, we, as Chad Henney shows up on our television. Um, <laughs> oh, wild. Bingo. Bingo. Just a big Chad Henney throwback. I hated that guy. Anyway, um, yeah, 2014, uh, Grant Park in Chicago had a viewing party, which was actually shown on like their national broadcast uh, for like the celebrations. When we beat Ghana 2-1, I just remember being pretty drunk but sobering up at the end there um and just having a great time while getting the three points so i, I enjoyed that with my brother and uh matt dunphy who was actually a guest a couple shout of out months ago yeah shout out matt uh, no no uh porta potties in the area <laughs> there were porta potties in the area but and no <laughs> nope wait, wait would you have taken a shit though if Me? you really had to go yeah uh, would you have run uh, see? home? See? Or would you have run home? No, no, no. You're forgetting the fact here. If I was I was drunk at the time. So if I'm intoxicated, you never know. Maybe you're feeling a little more out there and you're like, you know what? I got a shit. <laughs> see, there's a difference between a sober me and a drunk me in that matter, I think. I think. <laughs> I think we're getting them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, okay. so my memory, um, I'm going all the way back to the 2002 World Cup in Korea, Japan. Um where we had those overnight games, as you might recall. Um, and uh, the first, first, the very first game the U.S. had in the group stages was against Portugal. And I remember Arian was seven at the time, running over to his room and waking him up at a, I think the game was a 4 a.m. kick. So maybe I woke him up at like 3.45. I'm like, Arian, get up. We got a game. You know, they're playing Portugal. And he, you know, he actually knew a little bit at the time about how Portugal was very good. And it was just, oh, man, the U.S. shocked them. And it was a... Uh, it was all worth getting up, and, and, you know, if we recall, they went on to make the quarterfinals after defeating Mexico in the round of 16. So, um, man, that was a great World Cup. Yeah, yeah. I still – I got up for those games, too. I still remember watching that – the Germany game, and I remember a really bad call going against the U.S. Like, there should have been a handball or something, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah actually, we would have tied – I think we would have tied the game. And Yeah. Yeah, One of their guys right. saved the ball off the line with his hand. Yep. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, that was a great shout. That was another – that might have been – that was another early morning game. I think that was one of those 6 a.m. games. So, luckily, it wasn't like the overnight ones, but that was – oh, I remember that one real well. See, look at these great memories we've evoked. Wow. Nick, speaking of which, I was going to – we turned this back on you. What was your favorite uh, memory from the maybe last few years with the U.S. men's national team? Yeah, so mine's from 2014 as well that uh, Algeria game, specifically mm-hmm. the end of it, of course. Yes, the uh, the late winner from Landon yeah. Donovan. <laughs> what a moment. Well, did Donovan get it, or was it off? Did Dempsey get credit for that, or was it Donovan? I think Dempsey shot it. It got tipped out, and Donovan finished it. Maybe? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was uh, – yeah. do, do you – where were you? You said uh, – because uh, I remember asking, were you at home, at work, or uh, what were you doing at the time? Because I remember that was during the afternoon. Right. So I was still at work mm-hmm. um, at my old job and we had like there were a couple thousand people in the building and Ooh. at least a few hundred in the cafeteria watching the last 15 minutes or so of the game. So 
uh, yeah, after the ball went in, everyone cra- everyone just went crazy. And it was, I don't know, it's just like a fun time. They would have just been like, jailbreak, day's over. Everyone go home. National holiday. <laughs> How productive Which, were you after that? Uh, yeah, not very productive. <laughs> I do remember going back to work, but I was like buzzed. I couldn't, I couldn't get any work done. Yeah, I yeah I remember being at iDot. Uh, I was working at iDot and I, we didn't have streaming and I just remember I was kind of shaking because I listened to the call on the radio. I turned on the old radio there and I'm sitting there sulking. I'm like, oh my god, we're not gonna advance. And then, boom! Now you went from not advancing to winning the group. That's a great shout. And uh, I'm glad you asked that question because. <laughs> so do you think we'll qualify in the next World Cup? Yeah, I think so. Um just given the kind of general, like, weak group we have. Mm-hmm. And everything. Yeah, I think, we'll, I think we'll barely qualify. And uh, one last question with the man rocket that is Gazaniga and <laughs> his, his great performance recently. And, I, I mean, I don't know how you feel, Nick, but I feel like maybe over the past year or two, maybe Hugo Lloris has kind of dipped in form. His, his you know, I, I don't see him as, like, a top, top keeper anymore. Maybe I'm being too harsh. Uh, Ashton, do you, what do you think? I don't know. So what was well, I mean, Gazaniga is <laughs> pretty young. Do you think that um, he could take over Hugo Larissa's spot pretty soon, maybe? Yeah, I think uh, there's potential for him to do that if he keeps playing like he's been playing. Mm-hmm. Um, Larissa is definitely not like the top keeper he was. He's still really good, but he's prone to these like crazy mishaps. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Whew. You know, even yeah. going back to the World Cup. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The final against your boys, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He cost yeah. a goal there. Yeah. A goal there. And, uh, I forget what happened, but yeah, he let an easy one in. Yes. Yeah. He, he's a little uh, little prone to the mishandle, like you said. So, yeah. Um, yeah. We'll see, I guess. Gazaniga might be able to take over soon. So, that said, uh, Nick, anything else? Uh, no, I'm good. All right. Thanks a lot once again. This, so we did thing. We did this twice. Well, this one was a little different. I think it. I think this one was fun. We had a few more laughs. So um, Nick, thanks a lot for coming on, and hopefully we'll have you again uh, soon. As I said before, maybe Tottenham will be doing better, but hopefully not as good as Arsenal. <laughs> well, sounds good. Thanks for having me, guys. All right, appreciate it. But have a good one. You too. All right, and a uh, great interview with Nick, top yeah. lad. Great. Thank you for coming on. Much appreciated. For, like we said earlier. The first Tottenham fan with balls. Exactly. Exactly. So we really appreciate that. And uh, maybe we'll have him on again later if, you know, these other Tottenham fans can't represent. Yeah. So. Uh, you know who you are. <laughs> absolutely. So let's move on to some of the other action. And, uh, yeah, we're going to get a good reaction on me here. Uh, Arsenal 2, Crystal Palace 2 from the Emirates. Uh, Arsenal got on the board early. Socrates and Luis. Both center backs getting uh, in there. Uh, Milivojevic with a pen for Palace to cut it to 2-1 and AU equalized. And that is how it ended. Speaking of AU, he has four goals in eight games. I did say look out for him in the fantasy corner. So there's that. Uh, the Arsenal goals were 106 seconds apart. Uh, Arine, based off what you saw here, if you were me, yeah. on a scale of 1 to 10, how worried are you? Um... I'm very worried, but I think I'm dead inside. Oh, I've been dead. See, yeah. you're still showing emotion, though. I think I would just be dead. 
Well, mate, this is very frustrating. I know. No, I know. I I don't know how you're dealing with it, too. I don't know how you haven't had a heart attack. I don't know how. I've probably had an aneurysm and we just don't know it. <laughs> yeah, it's a shitstorm, man. This is this this might be worse than the wanger days, like the dark wanger days. Yeah. It's it, getting there. It's one of those things that, uh, you know, I'll tell you what. It's weird because in this match, I felt like they were not horrendous. It wasn't an awful performance. And actually, for once, if you look at the lineup, if you look at who played for Arsenal today, or not today, sorry, Sunday, that they they finally put that link in there. Yeah. They put a link in there. Unai Emery listened to us. So it's funny that I don't blame his tactics this match. Okay. No bingo point for you lads. Um, Granite Shock is the story here. Yeah. He, he got subbed off. And... Uh, so here's what happened, at least from what I understand. He is walking real slow and sulking because he's pissed he got subbed off. The fans cheer because they're happy he got subbed off. But because he's going so slow, they begin to boo him. He doesn't like it, cups his ears, tells them to fuck off, takes his shirt off, and leaves the stadium. Right. Um, so, you know, terrible in my opinion. What, what do you think? Is that... So as here, frustrated here, as you may be in the so, position of Shaka, is that acceptable from here, your captain? Here's my overall quick quick sum review. Okay. Well, answer that question first, then give me a review. Is what? that acceptable from a captain? No. Isn't he like two years old? How old is he? I don't know. 26, 27? Yeah, never mind. Never know. mind. It's not two. I mean, no, it's not. It's not. But so from what I understand, it was the Arsenal fans were booing. And yes. what they were booing was that he was walking off and not running off. Is that what you just said? Yeah, it is. I thought you said. <laughs> I thought you said they were cheering. You're like this business. You said they were the, cheering. You said they were chicklets. You said they were cheering. Yeah, and then I continued and said, then they started booing him because he started oh. walking very slow. Well, so <laughs> you know, I think it was a miscommunication, but heads gone by Chaka, and I don't think I don't know who he thinks he is. I don't know if he knows how bad he is. But, yeah, it's just an overall shitstorm. Do I blame the Arsenal fans a little bit? Because, you know, you should never boo your players. But, yeah, that's I mean, coming from the non-Liverpool fans. So, take it, for what, take it for what it's worth. This is one, like I said, I actually don't blame Unai Emery in this aspect, in his tactics aspect. But I blame him in his player management aspect. This is his fault for naming Granite Shaka the captain. Right off the bat, that was a mistake. Uh, Mesut Ozil sitting at home still, not playing any games. Is he, was this he totally is a mistake. Scratched? Was he totally scratched? Yeah, he's been scratched because Unai Emery says he doesn't like how he's playing. Some rumors are that it's coming down from the board. Now, all this said, this defense should never have given up two goals to equalize. Uh, a. Not goal, goal, goal giving up those zero. Yeah, and well, B, I'm going to get it. Should have been a plus one. I'm going to get into this too because I know we don't want to go over this too long. VAR, what a horrendous error on the Bingo Socrates. Uh, yeah, well, because VAR really fucked it up. Everyone look back. Socrates scores in this like 84th minute and they call Your it boy. back because they have a foul on Callum Chambers. Are you fucking kidding me? VAR, look back at this. If anything, Callum Chambers gets pulled down before the quote-unquote foul happens in which I believe there's a clash of feet. Nothing really happens there. So I think Arsenal got robbed by VAR. 
defense should not have let up two goals. I mean, it's just a multitude of things. Yeah. It's rough. Um, you know, and this is the second straight game that Arsenal has dropped points after being ahead 2 nothing. Previous 49, they had not dropped a single point. Um, and these two are against Watford and Palace. So that hurts. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm just going to leave it at that. I don't want to rant too long about Arsenal. But they're in some big, big trouble. And I think there are two ways to react to this. And we'll find out which way they choose. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't have much to say after that, to be honest. All right. So let's move on to Burnley and Chelsea. Uh, this match yes. was at Turf Moor. I, you know what? Fuck anyone that roots against Pulisic, man. Burnley 2, Chelsea 4. Uh, the aforementioned Pulisic with the hat trick. Unless you're Canadian. And William made it 4 nothing. And Burnley scored a couple late scrap goals from Rodriguez. Not scrap goals, lad. Well, as in they were... Rodriguez like, okay. is getting okay. late after that one. Scrap goals in that it was like garbage time. Yeah, garbage time. Rodriguez and some lad named Dwight McNeil. Mm-hmm. Now, that said, yes, the Rodriguez one was an absolute fucking rocket. In your words, uh, goal of the week? Maybe goal of the season? No, no, Candidate? No, 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 no. That Sterling to Bernardo Silva one was banana land, bro. Well... It's definitely goal of the week. Yeah. Um, so, fun, fun stat before we get into it. Chelsea's the first team in Premier League history to have two two players that have scored hat-tricks at the age of 21 or under. Uh, Pulisic and um, previously it was that's funny Tammy they, Abraham. Yeah, that's funny because they're, yeah, that's not funny, but yeah. <laughs> what were you going to say? You say this season? Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say something really stupid, so... Well, anyway, myself off. Um, so Pulisic does that. It, you know, this is a very healthy competition between their wingers. William scored. You know, Mason Mount's been playing well. Wow, so Carlos Vela's hair is wild. Well, there's and a, there's another lad holding the eagle. There's a bingo spot. Sorry, I'm watching highlights of LAFC in Seattle that happened tonight. Which, Shout, which I thought LAFC would win. Shout out Seattle Sounders for advancing to the MLS Cup. Although I was rooting for LAFC. But yeah. Well, just shout out. Shout uh, out, yeah. So, okay, moving on. Like I was saying, I think it's a very good competition that these Chelsea wingers are putting. These guys seem to be scoring multiple goals a week. And they're now here's what I want to ask because it's obvious their firepower is high. This defense. Thoughts on the defense? The defense is electric. <laughs> is that it? What? <laughs> 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 oh, shit. No, no, I'm not convinced by this defense. They actually suck. <laughs> no, okay. I did not do drugs before this episode. No, I did not actually. Uh, no, no, Tamori and Zuma are not going to cut it. I'm sorry. They're not going to do shit. I, you have to be pleased with Tamori's uh, what, his... play, I think, this season, though. No, he's a young kid. Eh, look, the goal was unlucky. He bounced off him and went in. The fight that, that, that the McNeil lads scored. Right, right, right. But what, I, what I'm talking about is when I look at big picture, these guys, you play Chelsea against any big team, you're, you're – I'm me personally as a Liverpool fan, when I see Tamori, Zuma, Marcos Alonso, who doesn't even play defense, I'm pretty sure. He just runs up like a nonce. And Dave. Oh, Brian's not going to like that. I think Dave's a little overrated. Wow. But – And then and Kepa, Kepa's overrated too, bro. I agree with that. I agree that Kepa is not good. So that's that's my take on that. I mean, and I hate Jorginho. So, well, they I just ripped. I just ripped on Chelsea. 
I feel like they've been playing really well, and to me, they still stick out as a third place team. In my opinion, they have so much firepower. They play so lively. I, I like how they've stuck with Lampard's uh, way way of play. Yeah, so. well, we'll see. But yeah, they're they're playing well so far. We'll find out more about them. One last fact for people, American fans all over the place: Christian Pulisic is the sixth different American player to score two plus goals in a Premier League game. How many of these guys do you guys recognize? They got Roy Weggerly, Joe Max Moore, Claudio Rena, Brian McBride, and Clint Dempsey. I know the latter latter names in that one. That's right. So pretty cool fact, including my all time favorite U.S. men's national team player, Clint Dempsey. Yeah. Who is Top your favorite all time player? <sighs> favorite all time. Kind of going US. off topic. Wow. I really don't know. Ah, oh, you're on the spot. Got to pick. Fuck, dude. Who comes to your head first? You don't. Well. My boy, who's your boy? fire legend, Ante Razov. Wow. I didn't even know he was American. <laughs> so that's that. Well, you put me on the spot. I had to say something. Yeah. No, so hey, tweet at us who your favorite national team player is, whether it's for USA, Canada, for your respective country. Oh. That'd be a good one. Yeah, Ali Dai's a top lad. Ali Dai, yeah. Well, I, I was more of a... Cur- in FIFA history. His headband wins me over. There you go. Yeah. He better wore than, a headband. Better than the Ninja than Turtle. Alain Saint-Maximin. I love that name. <laughs> All right. So moving on. Hey, now entering our talk, Leicester City. Let's talk about them. Dude, this fucking team is a wagon. They just demolished at St. Mary's too. Southampton 9-0. Goals from Chilwell, Tielemans, Madison. Three from Perez. Three from Vardy. That you gives you nine. You that gives you a road win. That gives you the tie for the record victory that away gets, from home. And that gets you an upload on Pornhub. Yeah. it's a, uh, Granted, eight of them came after a Bertrand red. But still, yeah. how many times have you seen? You've seen We've seen matches where a red card comes Very up early. early yeah. And to score that many still away from home in those conditions. Who the fuck is this coach who doesn't know how to make an adjustment, bro? Oh, Ralph Hassenhoodle, maybe. Yeah. Wow, that I, is a wild name. I, Wait, say that again. <laughs> <laughs> Ralph Hassanoodle. I spoke very highly of him earlier. Now I don't know how I feel about <laughs> Well, lad, he just lost 9-0. So. He did. He did. That's a yikes. You know, we got to give Lester some love. We've we've always mentioned him in the quote-unquote other scores. They have 20 points. Right? <laughs> oh, Geneva. <laughs> this is the team with... <laughs> Mate, Tijani Pro Unchained. That's why Southampton struggled. They're missing Dijana Pro Unchained, my boy. <laughs> and Cedric Suarez, my boy. Oh gosh. Oh, he's still in the. He still plays soccer. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Wow, well, this anyway, team's electric. Leicester has twenty points in ten games. Did you know that that's one more point than they had in their title-winning season at this point? So, so is Leicester? No. Are they real? Are they for real? Not for the title, but I mean, now is it pretty legit? Like you said earlier, we discussed this. In the preview, everyone go back to the first episode. Mm-hmm. We said look out for them. So they're only the second team to have two players score a hat trick. How wild is that? AOZ Perez, Jamie Vardy. Your thoughts on those two strikers? I love those. You know I've been an AOZ Perez guy for like four years now? Shout out Nikhil. Your boy. Shout out Nikhil, yeah. Yeah. So I've been big on him. Yeah. So they're the second team to have two and players you to like score Vardy. a hat trick. Oh, yeah. He, I mean, even with his age, he still his has that His vodka and Skittles, isn't that his combo? Oh, I'm telling you, that's an electric combo. I love it. Do you know the other team was? They had two players score a hat trick in one game? It was in 2003. Um, so it wasn't Manchester City because they weren't a team yet. Um, <laughs> it is one of the quote-unquote bigger teams. So. Did Russia own Chelsea yet? Nope. Okay, so it wasn't them. 
I will go Manchester United. No. Liverpool. No. I will go with... Fuck me, Tottenham? No, mate. Arsenal? Yeah. It was Pennant and Perez. So <laughs> Jermaine? in 2003, yeah. Yep. Nice. Against, against also Southampton. Oh, so, I like it. Hot seat Southampton. <laughs> and did you know that AOZ Perez, your boy. My boy, yeah. Has scored two straight hat tricks against Southampton. This is the second game in a row he scored a hat trick. Loves himself a cheeky Southampton trip. So he's the first player to do that since 2012. Your boy did it against Norwich City twice. Luis Suarez. Yep. You remember the story? Like I, I goals yeah, I I remember when I was in my dorm. It was my freshman year. I remember watching that Luis Suarez. Uh, I think it was no, it was at Anfield. It was insane. That was the if you can go on YouTube and watch his. He volleyed one from like midfield. Yeah, it was oh, yeah. wild. It was good. We'll see if we can find that. Maybe we could retweet it or something. Yeah, it was know. the craziest hat trick I've ever seen. Classical. Guys, if you haven't watched Leicester this year, I think you're missing out. Yeah. You're missing out big time. They're just one of those balanced teams. They're not going to win the title, but man, are they going to really give everyone some fun matches. And I think they've played a lot of the tough teams. They have 20 points, and they've played a lot of the tough teams. I'll come. I'll tell you more in the fantasy corner about Leicester. R.I.P. and Peace, their uh, old owner. I believe it was yeah. a week ago he passed away, or like three days ago was like the one-year anniversary that he yeah. passed away. Yeah, R.I.P. Yeah. to R.I.P. It is a long name. To the... Uh, Helicopter, right? To Thailand lad. Yeah. Venkat, yeah. Ven- Venish. I'm not going to try. He has a long name. But R.I.P. did. Yeah. Um, let's, should we move on? Yeah. All right. Another game that had a VAR controversy. Uh, Norwich won Manchester United 3 at Carroll Road. Uh, McTominay, Rashford, and Martial for United. This led... Onel Hernandez with the late goal for Norwich. Okay, this avatar-looking lad rugby player <laughs> this man looks like a rugby stole the ball from McTominay and dribbled past nine people <laughs> like he was Pablo Sanchez from backyard soccer and just scored the one of the best single-handed goals I've ever seen in my life. I mean, mind this guy. I didn't even know who he was before this <laughs> match We were started. watching and then you go, who the fuck is that guy? And he scores. Uh, man, but, I mean, of note, Manchester United again missing penalties. Yeah, that's two more. Remember we had a. I remember early in the season two we penalties. About how we're like, oh well, this guy's because remember when was it Pogba and Pog, Rashford? Pogba. They argued about who takes the penalties, and then I think they eventually both missed one, and then you know Martial missed one at some point. I mean, all these people missing penalties. On that note, also Tim Cruel. Holy shit! Yeah. Um, Tim Cruel. Oh no! <laughs> it's Arine's phone. That's a bingo spot. Arine's been diddling around with his phone. But Tim Cruel is the first goalkeeper to stop two pens in one match since your boy Martin uh, Stecklenburg. My boy. Oh my god, bro! I had him in FIFA for the longest time. Twenty sixteen. Uh, when I was uh, Fulham. Yeah. yeah what a did. lad. He did it for Everton in twenty sixteen against Manchester. No, he's City. not a lad anymore because he played for the. <laughs> But yeah, no, I ripped on Tim Cruel for the longest time in before we watched the game. <laughs> Including before we saw the highlights. Yeah, I would <laughs> There's no way Tim Cruel's stopping this, and I go, oh, wait till you see him stop both of them. Yeah, this guy turns into a fucking machine. So <laughs> shout out Tim Cruel. Yeah, and still uh, alive. Shout out Tim Cruel. Uh, Bro, he's been in the league since I remember watching. This game had a lot of had a things a lot of things to uh, know. Jesus. Uh, hey, I, didn't know you I have to deal with my uh, fiance first now. You, goodness. 
Mate, everyone does it, bro. Okay, well, Messi doing a madness easy. as usual. Shout out Lionel bingo, Messi. Bingo sheet. Um, Rashford and Martial are the first pair of teammates to miss a pen and score in the same game. You know, I'm so, really... What are your thoughts on United? Yeah, go into that. Uh, you know, this proves our theory wrong. Remember when we were like, hey, man, just give it to the guys up top. They know how to score. Well, fuck us, because both of these guys are supposed to know how to score. And especially my boy, Tony. I Yeah. They weren't they weren't even good pens. Mate, just give it to McTominay till the end of the season. <laughs> just give it to McTominay till the end of the season. <laughs> I mean I agree. he scored a goal in this match. He scored a screamer against Arsenal. It can't get worse than these other lads. Yeah. Maybe you give Fred a shot. Yeah, Fred, Fred's got some good long shots, who they recently just said is gonna play Pogba's spot for uh indefinitely. So maybe deserve shout out, shout out Fred. Well, speaking of another note to bring up, VAR. I think it was very prevalent in you this. You said that too. three times this episode. <laughs> Yeah, and that's and that's to say that you know here's the thing. I'm on Var's side as being. I think it's a good thing. But these guys that are watching it must be fucking you and Jeff, bro. blind. How blind are the people that are watching these? Okay, if you're telling me if those of you that saw the match, the first pen that was given on on Daniel James going down, he completely leans into it and falls, and they've given the pen. We, yeah. Can we get the commentator that said, are you having a lot? we yeah. got to get the commentator. Yeah, he didn't say – he said he was quote-unquote flabbergasted and something. He goes, I can't believe it or something like that. Let's, let's put the audio of this lad. Yeah. Still we wait and the decision is – it's a penalty. You're having a laugh. Absolute joke. Well, I'm just speechless. I'm sorry. You can defend some things, but there's others you have to say, sorry, that is totally wrong. And that's where I think an ex-player should be involved in, in sorting some of these decisions out. And now Marcus Rashford will hit a post with a penalty against Crystal Palace, but who scored against Leicester City at Old Trafford. Has the chance to double Manchester United's lead. Well, I thought Stuart Atwell made a really good decision. You saw his position. He saw exactly what happened and have given it. I'm, I'm just flabbergasted. I really am. Yeah, I mean, this was a, that was a terrible call. And then, I, I don't know, did you think the other one was a pen too? I forgot what that the one, one was. The one that if Fred takes a shot and it hits... Uh, oh, no, that wasn't. No, 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 that wasn't a pen. In which I thought it, I, I thought it hit the back of his... I thought it hit the back of his head. I didn't think it was a clear... It hit his shoulder. Okay, well, whatever it was, I don't think it was clear that it hit no, his hand. No, no, So that's two calls. Granted, United misses both penalties, but yeah. putting that aside, let's, okay, I'm compl- the complaints of VAR out there. Putting that aside, what do you think of the performance? I guess it's only fair we do mention, shout out, Jerem, the United performance. Um, yeah. I thought it was pretty good compared to the other Maybe matches. they need Fred. Fred was pretty solid. And I like, I like the duo of Tony and... Um, and Rashford up top. Mm-hmm. McTominay looks like he actually knows what he's doing. So good yeah. for him. Yeah. Um, still, I, I don't know. They just don't have that sauce. They don't have the sauce. They don't have the sauce. Well, yeah. They also have a bunch think? of... Ra- well, I, I thought it was an improvement. It's an improvement for a team that has had its issues. Um, they haven't been able to score very much. You think our bro Ole is figuring it out? I don't think... I, uh, no. I think he's shout out Olay, friend of the pod. I think he's temporarily figured it out. 
Uh, you could still see some deficiencies, as you said, but this is a step up. I think it takes a while for United to figure it out with Ole. I mean, I mean, Ole put this lad Jay Garner in the match at some point. <laughs> Ole is grabbing lads off so, the street. Make a wish foundation yeah, over here. <laughs> James Garner, um, who got absolutely toasted. He's an 18-year-old, but he got toasted for one of the goals. Um, <laughs> Poor lad. Yeah, I mean. I might tag him in the episode on the tweet. <laughs> I mean, I don't know who he is. And he got beat by that Hernandez, the rugby lad Hernandez. Yeah. Um, Which, honestly, anyone in the world would have gotten beaten by him. So. <laughs> but, but I think it's a decent He would have gone through Trump's wall, lad. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh my God. But, but I think that's a good step. It's a good step. If they continue this, it'll be good things. Do I think they're a top six team right now? No. Absolutely not. Top six? Yeah. I think they're a top six team. Really? Yeah. Well, we know the top four, right? Okay. We can agree with those four. Who are they better than? You think they're better than Arsenal? Yeah. Oh, my God. You're fucking suspended? No. Well, yeah. Wow. Well, because there's so much turmoil, and that, that Arsenal defense is shocking, bro. Well, Manchester United has a defense. So you, So you think they're fine then? After we ripped Ole last episode to shreds, to smithereens. What does Arsenal have that Manchester United doesn't? An attack. Tony and Rashford? Mate, this is the first time they've scored Rashford is on track to have more goals than Cristiano Ronaldo. And it's because Norwich City leaks goals more than a girl on her period. Oh, come on, lad. (laughs) All right. (laughs) On that note... (laughs) We should move on to the next one. Right, we'll ask the viewers. Tweet at us. Who do you what think... What was that fucking noise? What? Oh, I think it was mine. As of right now... I didn't hear it. As of right now, who do you think is yeah, the better team? listeners. Arsenal or Manchester United? Who's better? Yeah. Tell us who's better. Tweet at us. Ole's boys or Unai's boys? Gosh. Please pick us. Maybe I'll make a poll. Yeah. Okay. I'll make a poll. No, no, no. I want, I want interactions here. Well, yeah. Vote and then tell us why. Yeah. Okay. I'm curious. All right, let's go to the uh, City, Aston Villa, City 3, Villa nothing. Uh, Sterling, David, David Silva, and Gundogan with the goals. Shout out Jeff Paris. Fernandinho was sent off for a second yellow in the 87th minute. Didn't really matter. Sterling with his 13th goal in 14 appearances, which is the most in the Premier League. Um, Arine, your upset pick didn't happen. It did not, but I picked the correct score. I picked Sterling to score for you know, a little backup cushion. There you go. Um, you know, I just... Think Villa's water bottles were tampered with, and shit happens. So, <laughs> I think just a very clinical win for City. There really isn't much to talk about. Yeah, this realistically, one. they just did what City did. What City does, and I will give a shout out to Gundogan. We uh, trashed him an episode or so ago, and he had a uh, a Jackie Chan kung fu kick. Yeah, goal. it was a beautiful goal. So credit to him on that. Um, Sterling with a nice mag goal. Yeah, what took them so long to get going? Second half? I mean, they didn't do anything at first. Were they bored? What was happening? Well, I mean, they made some good halftime adjustments. That's Pep. Yeah, you know, best manager in the world, in my opinion. That's true. Um, so what's going to happen? You I know, mean, when, you give them, when you give them a treasure chest of, you know, $90 billion. Yeah, that's true. Best manager in the world. So really not much else to say. I think they needed that game to, keep, to somewhat keep pace. I mean, they're still decently off. Off of Liverpool's uh, mark. Yeah, but, I mean, based on last season, that can that can be wiped away real quick. So, you never know with this league. Yeah, there's six points behind Liverpool and actually only two ahead of Leicester and Chelsea sitting in second place. Yep. My boys are in fifth, by the way, <clears throat> even though they've been shocking. 
All right. Um, anything else on that? Why there are you really going at me? To say. I'm just saying. There really isn't much else to say about that, is there? No. Okay. Uh, other matches. Brighton 3, Everton 2. Brighton 3, Everton uh, Yeah, two. gross. Your uh, boy. Mape with a pen. And Digne own goal in the last seconds, winning it for uh, Brighton. Everton had Richarlison and Calvert-Lewin as their goal scorers, but to no avail. Watford and Bournemouth, nil-nil. Bournemouth with their second straight uh, goalless draw. West Ham won. Sheffield won. Snodgrass for West Ham. Mousset for Sheffield, the goal scorers. And also 1-1 Newcastle and Wolves. Lascelles for Newcastle. And your boy Johnny for Wolves. Uh, Sean Longstaff. Wait, wait, what? Sean Longstaff was sent off in the 82nd minute. Is it because he's jealous of his brother Maddie being better? Probably. Yeah. He just didn't want to play in the next match. Yeah. So anything out of these matches that caught your attention? Well, Call of Duty came out, so the lad probably just wanted to go play Call of Duty. <laughs> so Wait, who the fuck is Johnny? <laughs> he's a defender for Wolves. Has he been there all year? <laughs> yeah, he was what? there last year, the mate. fuck? He's been there for multiple Castro years. Castro Jonathan is his real name. Jonathan and that Castro. That, that, <laughs> no, it's, no, it's not. No, it's not. Mate, it says the last name. I fucking hate this app. This is the, this is the second time in this episode, <laughs> mind you, Bruce, Steve, and who was the, who was the other guy earlier? The backup for uh, Tottenham. Oh, some random Austin guy. something. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> even a comma, man. That's fucked up. Uh, of note, while you're wondering what's gone wrong with your first and last names, uh, Bournemouth. So their goal of the month for October will be what? Nothing. Oh yeah, we saw. Bour- you know, Bournemouth didn't. I remember I goal. asked you when I was making my predictions. It's like, hey, like, um, how was Bournemouth's form? Like, I it's just not in my head. You're like zero, 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 zero. I was like, wait, what? I love yeah, these matches. guys have not. Uh, they will go through October scoreless. Yeah, I, I only remember the last two, and then you're like, yeah, they also scored zero against Arsenal. It's like. We got a clean sheet, and then uh, another zero before that, and it's surprising. Wilson and Wilson are in Wilson, Wilson. What's going on? Yeah, I don't know. We got to call our boys. Mine being Harry, yours being Callum. Yeah. Let's see what's up. Couldn't even score against Watford. That's a shame. That, that's shocking. I, we can score against Watford. It's, it's very poor. Everton continues their poor form, too. Yeah, they're shit. I mean, they're out of the relegation zone now, but Their manager needs to be fired. So you think Silva... So... With that team, what is Moise Keane doing, dude? Just jerking off on the side? Ten. Bought him from the fucking Italian champions. Ten points out of ten matches, and they're only two points above the relegation zone right now. Uh, which currently has Southampton, who's given up 25 goals this season. <laughs> Literally. Uh, Norwich, who's given up 24. And Watford, who have given up 21. Safe to say, all the teams that have given up 20-plus goals are in the relegation zone. Yeah. The next closest to those teams that have given up 20-plus goals, 16. Everton and Chelsea. Yeah. And Chelsea's just got a lot of firepower. So, yeah. Anything else on these matches that caught your attention? I mean, Wolves' poor results against Um, Newcastle. Yeah, shout out Johnny. Just learned who you were today. (laughs) All right. Shall we move on to the predictions? Oh, let me first report the scores. Week 10 scores are in. Uh, and our boy, the Caboose, yeah, leading the way. This is for the weekly scores with 19. Yeah, Arine had 18. Yeah, Nikhil with 17. So the top three. And the thing with and the news it. with Nikhil, he is now officially eligible. Yeah, top lad. Off of a very good week. Very good week. So these are the three. 
And then uh, Steven, a newcomer, Jeff Paris. Welcome to the welcome to the show. Each Jeff had Paris. ten points. And the, here's the funny thing: Jeff Paris did not realize you're also supposed to pick the score. So One Jeff, score from any team. Yeah. You just no, no, no. He picked the scorer. He just didn't pick the score of the match. Oh. So Jeff Paris was only eligible to get thirty points this week, and he still put up ten. Wow. And he still tied Steve, and everyone beat me, and I had six. So That's I was, shocking. I was just as bad as Arsenal. So let's go to the standings. And in first place now is Arine with fourteen point three. The newly eligible Nikhil at fourteen point two is Killing second four, by point one. Then Steve, who's fallen off a bit at thirteen point one, is in third. Uh, I'm in fourth at thirteen. So only point one one off of him, and only point one two off of me is the caboose. Brian Moore with 12.88. Soon might not be the caboose anymore. And Jeff Paris, 10. Uh, but just guess the scores. Guess for quite a few more weeks. Do we want to double his score? No, I'm not double. Why would we double his score? Because that's just unlucky, mate. How's it unlucky? He didn't pick teams to fucking win. He did. He just didn't pick. I'm saying he didn't pick the score of the match. Like, yeah. Oh. He well, picked winning team and a goal scorer. But he didn't pick the scores. So you have to also pick the scores, Jeff. And the, oh my oh. god, we've waited forever. Wow. Handle, where should people make their oh, predictions? Oh no. Wow, Trey, uh, Trey Turner has some nice flow. Jesus. At the footy corner two on Twitter. So reach us out there. Hit us up with the yeah, emails. Only Brian Moore has sent us an email calling us frauds. Uh, do one or the other. So send your picks in. Make at our the footy intern work. Two, the number two. Um, and tag us in on that, and we'll get the scores up. Time to make our Week 11 predictions. So if you're going to make yours, hit the pause button. Send them in. If you don't want to be influenced, if you want to be influenced, here we go. Yes. Uh, let's go. First match, I've got Bournemouth 1, United 2, and Tony Martial with the goal. And Bournemouth 0, Man U 2, Rashford. All right. Uh, West Ham is at home this week, and I think they'll win 1-0 over Newcastle, Seb Haller. I have West Ham 2, Newcastle 1, Seb Haller. All right. Aston Villa and Liverpool. I got Villa 1, Liverpool 3, Mane. I have Villa 1, Liverpool 2, Salah. Okay. Arsenal hosting Wolves, and I think they'll bounce back. Wolves have been a little weak. Arsenal 2, Wolves 0, Aubameyang. I have Arsenal 2, Wolves 1, Aubameyang. Uh, Sheffield United and Burnley. I've got United 2, Burnley 0, Callum Robinson. I have uh, 1, 1 draw, Barnes. Ooh, Ashley Barnes. Yeah. You know I don't like him. Uh, Brighton or Beaverhampton, who have been good lately. <laughs> I've got them winning 2-1 over Norwich, and Maupay is my goal scorer. I have – so I think Norwich is a little – I think they're good. I like Norwich. Norwich Brighton won, Brighton won Norwich 2, and I got Pookie Watches. We'll be back. We didn't mention that. He stunk. He missed a good chance. Fuck. But, but you say what will be back? Pookie Watch. All right, and Watford, or sorry, I'm skipping ahead. Man City at home to Southampton, who just shipped nine. I've got City three, Southampton zero, Sterling. Same thing. Bingo sheet. (laughs) Watford hosting Chelsea. Watford one, Chelsea three, Abraham. Watford nil, Chelsea two, Abraham. All right, uh, Palace hosting Leicester. I've got a 2-2 draw, and I've got Jamie Vardy. Palace one, Leicester two, Vardy. And then the last match, Everton-Tottenham, I got 1-1, Son. Oh, I got 1-2, Kane. Tottenham being the two. 
All right, at Goodison, I think, you know, anything goes. Man, I can't believe I forgot to mention uh, uh, Pookie Watch. Yeah. It's been bad. He missed a good chance. That's when you kind of know, man. He slumped, what is it, three, three games? I mean, you take that game against Armenia out, man. <laughs> I mean. <sighs> oh, my God, I thought. Okay, that stinks. Yeah. Anyway, that said, let's move on to our uh, comments and shout-outs. Yes. I do want to say we brought up Beaverhampton. I want to say a fun fact. Um, shout out to my fiance who was watching the Arsenal game with me and she actually got nervous because of how I was acting. She got nervous for the match too. Um, and another, that, that one segment that Brian wanted to start with the wags messing names up. Yeah. Um, so, you know, they show the, the three letter abbreviation at the top. She's like, who's cry. And I never thought that crystal palaces thing is cry. C R Y. Like, like someone's crying. Wow. She's like, they couldn't choose something different like CP or whatever. I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. But Crystal Palace, cry. That's kind of off topic. Um, ex-flame of mine didn't know that the Blackhawks were a hockey team. What? Yeah. Is this number one? One, yeah. What the fuck? From Man, Detroit. She yeah. needs to have a word. Mm-hmm. Unreal. Yep. All right. Well, let's go. So anyone that has funny stories about women in their lives that are just funny with names of teams, let us know. She's like, that seems so fun. She's like, can you remind me again? Uh, what, what are the Blackhawks team again? I was like, oh, I was like, uh, hockey. She's like, oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, yikes. Big yikes. <laughs> uh, wow. So going to the comments, the sparkling water debate we, we brought up last yeah, week. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. Jeff Paris says sparkling water makes up at least 75% of my hydration. It's amazing and sophisticated. I feel like you two would be good roommates. Absolutely. Jeff Paris, top lad. I love my sparkling water. This, Brian this responds, all sparkling. sparkling water is garbage. If you're going to have carbonation, add flavor, which I do. Give me a Sprite over a bland, boring sparkling water any day. To which Jeff Paris says, your palate is just not sophisticated enough to understand its purpose. It's very European. It cleanses the mouth after espresso and between... Espressino. Espressino. And between dishes... Oh, we got to put that in there. No, there's not really time. There's not really time. There's not really time to relax and take an espresso for Juventus. By the way, this is Espressino, not espresso. A part of milk as well, Nutella all over the wall of the cup, and cacao all over. Remember, Espressino. There's no time to relax for Juventus. It <laughs> cleanses the mouth after espresso between dishes, making food taste better, helps with digestion, but I wouldn't expect an American to understand. Hey, Jeff, come on. I get it. Jeff, you're from Toronto. You're pretty much American. Yeah, it is. It really is. <laughs> we have all your sports teams, lad. Yeah, come on. Shout up. out Maple Leafs, but you guys lost today to the Caps. What's going on, Jeff? Yes. Brian did say, honestly, this is this take is perfect. You're not wrong. So they agreed to something. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, then we have Steve with quite a few remarks here. Um, actually, sorry, before we get that, let's talk more about Brian and Jeff. Okay. Um, Brian agreed with you saying NYCFC playing in a baseball st- in baseball stadiums is trash. There you go, B-more. The boost, baby. The playoff game situation aside, the fact that they have played so long at Yankee Stadium on a janky field is fucking embarrassing. It is. It's, it's not fucking wrong. weird, dude. He's not wrong at all. And Jeff Pierce uh, retweeted TF's Toronto FC. They posted something. Uh, t- Did you ever notice? Yeah. TFC? Yeah. Oh, wow. That That's while, why though. Jeff likes us. Yeah. Okay. But they, they retweeted a picture of the Big Apple, the Apple sign going up, and they had a Good banter by, uh, by TFC. 
Steve coming in with some things, nonce of the week, um, protest is what I'll call this. He said, I disagree Wait, with... Wait, I did not see that one. He disagrees with T-Grace being a nonce. So that Veracruz is trying to protest by not playing. They wanted to show what the results would be if they didn't play. Tigris played into it the way they should have. Also follow up with the fact that I do mostly agree that protests aren't going to do much in regards to the situation. So I agree with you. Yeah, on both points, actually. I said the same thing. He also said, I also think if you're going to be dumb and not play, that's not my fault. To which he added a gif of Herm Edwards saying, you play to win. Yes. (laughs) Steve, my boy. This is what's great about sports. This is what the greatest thing about sports is. You play to win the game. Hello? You play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. That's the great thing about sports. You play to win. And I don't care if you don't have any wins. You go play to win. When you start telling me it doesn't matter, then retire. Get out. Because it matters. Moving on. I mean, these comments are electric this week. Um, Steve also added, because Alexi Lawless tweeted out, our friend of the pod, Alexi Lawless, tweeted out uh, how the qualifying will start for CONCACAF. And everyone will be interested here. That Alexi Lawless definitely listened to our pod when he tweeted this, by the way. Absolutely. That if the hex started today, the six teams that would be going for these spots are Mexico, USA, Jamaica, Costa Rica, Honduras, and Canada. Shout out Jeff Paris. Does the U.S. men's national team qualify? Do you think they qualify out of that group of Mexico, Wait, Canada's USA? In the apparently now they will be. I think they take the spot of someone like Trinidad or something. Okay, that's fine. So USA, Mexico, Jamaica, Costa Rica, Honduras, Canada. Okay, top three qualify, fourth goes to a playoff. Does the U.S. qualify out of that? Uh, yeah. They should. Yeah. They should. I mean, unless we lose the fucking Caracau again or some shit like that. <laughs> they aren't even in it. I don't know. Steve said, with this hex, I think we'll make the World Cup, but I can totally imagine a scenario that we did not. But he tags us in it to, to check that out. I think that's a good talking point. Yeah. Um, what do you guys think? Does the U.S. make it out of that group of six? Top three make it. Does Canada? Fourth makes. Does Canada make it? Does Canada make it? Canada or the U.S.? Let us know. Tweet at us at the footy corner two. Number two. Yeah, we don't talk about Mexico, so. I mean, you, you could, I mean, that's because it's given. I'm just joking. We're, we're, we're USMN, USMNT fans, so I was just right. getting banter to the. Uh, shout out to Jeff Church who tweeted us, was I supposed to guess the score too? <laughs> to which Brian said yes. But they forget how the scoring works. Guys, if you get the match right, it's two points. Yeah. The result, like who the winning team or a draw correct, that's two points. You get one bonus point for getting the goal score right and one other bonus point for getting the exact score correct. So there's that. Um, also, Je- uh, Steve uh, tweeted at us a link to Hotshot. He said that was a good soccer movie. So check out the YouTube link for that. Um, oh, side note. Everyone, season five of Peaky Blinders has come out on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's about the gang in Birmingham, England. Okay. Highly recommend watching it. And if you've watched it, tweet at us. Let me know because it's probably my favorite Netflix show. So, huh? Strong recommendation there. All right, check that out. Uh, Jeff Paris has a question for the guest. Unfortunately, we missed it. Yeah. We'll ask our next guest. Very good question. Um, he asks if a person is a diehard fan of a European team, which a lot of us are that listen to this. 
and follows them religiously, but completely ignores their hometown MLS team, does that make them a plastic bitch? He says, I say yes. Note, this is most Liverpool fans. So I'll let you address this first. So I was into Liverpool before I was into the fire? Really? I don't think you were. I was into the fire first. You were? Yeah, when I was a very young kid. Sure. Um, you know, at the end of the day, you can't, you can't, I don't know. I just like watching the top league, you know? Do you ignore but the fire? No, see, that's something I don't ignore them. I mean, I always keep tabs on them, and I was a season ticket holder for a year. Went yeah. to most of the games another year after that. Um, no, I don't I don't think that makes anyone plastic, but I think they should always kind of keep an eye out at least. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I agree. I, if, if you're more passionate about, like, like, for me, Liverpool, I am. I care more about Liverpool than the fire. Um, I don't know. I think it's okay. But I keep tabs on the fire. Like, you know, like, it is true. Support your local team, at least social media or something. I think Jeff has a good point. He also mentions how does our domestic league get better if we don't support it in its infancy, which is true. Uh, the English league has been around for over 125 years. Brian responded. We'll share that one. Brian says, harsh take. I don't have a hometown MLS team, but even if I did, I wouldn't really care. I got into EPL because of its quality of play. The MLS never attracted me in its 20 years of existence, but once EPL started being shown on TV, I found myself drawn to it. Also important to note, it's actually easier to watch an EPL team than it is an MLS team. That's very true. Plus, no competition for content kind in the of. morning when the games are. Whereas an MLS game is played, I'm likely watching something else or otherwise occupied. So Okay, he brings up two good, point, two good points that mm-hmm. it is early in the morning. It's a good way to get your Saturday start off before you get into like the college football or yep. shit. Or, or NFL on Sundays. But actually, after watching these MLS games lately... Bro, there's so many fucking goals. Yeah. It, 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 so here's the thing. It's I need to give league. MLS, I guess, more of a watch is what I'm saying. I'll say this. Um, I don't think – I'm going to answer Jeff Paris's question directly. Yeah. I don't think this makes them a plastic bitch, but I don't think it's their fault. And here's why. I don't know how the coverage is in, in Toronto, Jeff, uh, but – Oh, yeah. It's brutal here. In Chicago, you have to get ESPN Plus to watch the fire, and even sometimes then – they're not on ESPN Plus, and I'm out here paying. I know it's five dollars a month, but like I can only stream their matches. That's six. So if my stream's fucking about, plus you live in Chicago, you know, so the taxes are like doubles. So you're paying like one twenty. <laughs> so, Fuck so my taxes. point is, and then also like there are cities that don't have it. Now, here's the solution that MLS, I'm not sure, will do. Get the same coverage EPL does. Get a company. We were talking about like before. NBC that'll show the games. Give coverage. Have someone present like Rebecca Lowe does. Have some analysts like Robbie Earl and and, uh, Kyle Martino and Robbie Musto and whoever all these guys are. If you get the same coverage and if you get a standard time of match, because right now, if I were to say, what times can you find MLS games? It's all over the damn place. Yeah, that's true. They're literally scattered. Whereas the reason I feel like EPL does so well is it's like the NFL. Like the games are all at the same time. Yeah. You know, like, you know when you're going to watch your games. And then, and then Brian brought the good point up. There's no competition. So MLS needs to find a time slot that they're not going to compete with others and stick games and on. And you know what? I know we're, like, saying a bunch of changes. But I think – sorry, I keep moving, like, in and out of the mic. <laughs> but, like, I think 
promotion relegation would get a lot of people into it mm-hmm. because I think they're on the way to that though. I'm not a big playoffs guy. They're in. The, they're on their way though. They have 30 teams now. That's How the wild. hell are you gonna have one? That's league? fucking. Wild. Or they're gonna have 30 teams. That's fucking. Wild. In my opinion, that's setting up for and these, maybe promotion relegation. And these and these lower league teams are selling out their games. Mm-hmm. So you're right. And like I, I don't know. I feel like it adds more of a pizzazz to it. I don't know. I think it's a good question. It'll be hard to debate. get. It'll be hard to get Americans into the idea of not having playoffs though. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. tough. Well, that's true. I mean, I think you can still keep. I, I, I guess that so, I get it that people don't like it. You can still keep that. Just, I mean, get the games on one network and get them at the same time, and boom, it's like uh, it'll be nice. It'll be a lot better, and get better presenters. You know, you have these local guys who suck. I like Taylor Twelman though. Keep te- well, keep yeah, Twelman. but he's like so he's the ESPN guy. But then, like, think of all the regional games that are on. True. Shout out Egan. Shout out Kevin. Yeah, shout out Kevin Egan. Top lad. Um, also, uh, so should we move on? I feel yeah. like that was a good conversation. Give us your take at the footy corner, too. Yeah. Brian also mentioned Southampton have scored four goals at St. Mary's this season. Leicester have eight today, and that was before the ninth goal. That went was, in. Wow. <laughs> That's a fun fact. Um, all right. That's tragic. Isn't it? Oh, Southampton. Big yikes. Okay. With that said, let's give our results of last week's polls. Uh, player of the week. In a, My boy. Yes, sir. Uh, and shout out Milan. 57% Jack Grealish. Uh, 29% said Raheem Sterling. And 14% said Jack O'Connell. Sheffield United. Oh, yeah. That's right. I keep forgetting this lad. No one said David Silva. So Jack Grealish wins this week's Player of the Week. He does. He does. And the winner of last week's uh, Announce of the Week, uh, NYCFC at 63%. Wesley at 37% for having two children by the age of 16 uh, and then T. Grace and Rebecca Vardy, 0%. No one liked those uh, nominees. Well, that brings us into this week's Nonce of the Week. You are a nonce, fella. You're a nonce, mate. And our first candidate, VAR. Yes. What are your thoughts on VAR? Um, head's gone. Just absolute head's gone. Rough. I think this, is a really, this was the worst week for VAR by a mile. Rough decisions in the United match and the Arsenal match, and and they they uh, had an impact on the outcome in the, yeah. the latter match. Tweeted us what your worst uh, memory of VAR was, VAR. So VAR is up for it again. Yeah, I know it sounds redundant, but I feel yeah, it was real bad this week. I I thought that that Arsenal missed call was the second worst VAR decision this season. Yeah, behind that City Tottenham match. Yeah. Um, all right, then we got some fun ones here. Um, we've got the Arsenal shit show. Um, That's wild, yeah. You know, shout out to a couple guys. Nikhil sent us the article shout about Nikhil about uh, Shaka leaving the stadium before the match ended. Um, went home and was apparently consoled by three Arsenal players that were unnamed. What the fuck is going on there, uh, man? So soft. Lucas Torreira apparently was crying at some point. <laughs> Bro, these guys need to leave the team. Um, you, I, if I if I would go to Torreira right there and then if I'm Una Emery. Like, did you really fucking cry? <laughs> if he says, yeah, I'd be like, you're fucking gone. We're selling you tomorrow. You're I gone. Mean, I don't care how good you are. It's a bit of a disaster there. Um, Say that to Roy Keane, man. Potential captain material Hector Bellerin kind of had a few good quotes about uh, um, about how to approach it um, and says that we just have to get through this and there's some rough times and we'll take care of it in-house. Um, 
Steve, on the other hand, this is the reason we call it Arsenal shit show and didn't just give it to Shaka for causing this ruckus. He says that um, something about the fans, he wanted to give it to the Arsenal fans for booing Shaka. Likely an unpopular opinion with Ashton. True. Can't boo your captain even if they're playing poorly. He didn't select himself captain and isn't being put in a position to succeed. Can't fault him. I'll agree with you that he didn't select himself as captain, uh, but he stinks. He stinks, and uh, yeah, I mean, it might be Unaemi's fault. But I, I so in that case, I'd give it to Unaemi. Why would you give it to the fans? Me? Yeah. Well, Steve said that. Steve um, said that. I, I would just because I I just would never boo a player. That's it. I would boo him once he took off the shirt. The way right. he did it, that's when I would boo him and be like, all right, he's fucking gone. There you go. So he might be stripped of his captaincy. We'll find out. So, so And if he isn't, that's shocking. If he doesn't, he better be. That's wild. That's when I am. He needs to go then. Uh, uh, he needs to go regardless. Anyway, yeah. So VAR, Arsenal shit show. Now we got a f- few fun ones. Michael Ebervine. Um, so My this boy. is in Bundesliga 2 uh, in Holstein Kiel versus VFL Bochum. Shout out, Steve, for the tweet. He tweeted us this clip. Yes, yes. Steve tweeted this clip out. So what happened is that Boshum was attacking, and they took a shot, and it, it, it was wide of the net. But a Kiel substitute, Michael Eberveen, touches the ball before it goes over the end line. Like, he kicked it back into play yeah. to kind of get things going again. But it, the ball was not fully over the line, so the ref awarded a penalty. That's wild. Boshum. That's crazy. So we have retweeted this. So check it out. Steve submitted this to us and it's a fantastic one. Please do look at it. So Michael Aberveen yep. for causing it. But they, uh, to, that said, Holstein still won. Holstein kills still won 2-1. to one. Then we got Belu Pol. Uh, this is in the Croatian First Division. Belu Pol was playing against Hejduk Split. Wow, that's wild names right there. Yeah. <laughs> so holy shit! What happens is Bellapool scores what people are calling a ghost goal. Um, they took this shot, and yeah, it's like a bit of an optical illusion, right? You thought the ball went in. Yeah. Apparently, the goalie stopped it and it hit the post and came out. But Bellapool thought it was a goal, so they started celebrating. Their goalie ran to the fucking sideline. Um, Hayduk split just plays on. And acts as if, yeah, the ball didn't go in while the other team was celebrating. They come down the field and they score. Yeah. So, while the goalie was out of his goal. Um, so, Bello Pool for celebrating a goal that never occurred. Agreed. Right? So, we got VAR for their decisions this week. Arsenal shit show. Shaka fans. Uh, Michael Eberveen touching the ball before it goes out of play, giving up a pen. And Bello Pool for celebrating a goal that never occurred. These are your four <laughs> options. Uh, please vote. Who's your early? Oof. My early one, just because it hits home, is the Arsenal shit show. I need them to bounce back from it. I don't think it's the funniest one this week. I think the last two are funnier, but, I mean, that's my pick, personal. I'm not going to give it to Michelle Eberly, whatever the fuck his name is. (laughs) Michael Eberly. (laughs) What I call him? Michelle Eberly. (laughs) Who are you giving it to? I'm going to give it to the... uh, the one lad, what's his name? No, no, no. Team? The team? Bella Pool? I want to give it to Bella Pool. <laughs> Shout out, Steve. Because <laughs> I started dying when I saw the, the, the fucking goalie running from the side. Wait, wait. Shout out, Steve. Steve sent us the Michael Everbean one. Oh, shit, shit. 
This is one I found, mate. Oh, shout out to you then. Shout, shout out to you. Me. Oh, God. We've, we're now shouting out the hosts. So, yeah. Once again, guys, VAR, Arsenal, Shit Show, Michael, Everbean, and Bellapool. Curious, and really random. We'll try to retweet two of them. Sponsored by Manscaped, the lawnmower. Oh. If anyone's ever used that, let me know if it's good because I'm thinking about ordering it. Okay. So, we've gotten into personal advertising. What do you mean? It's... <laughs> It's a good question. I see it all over the place. All right, guys. Yeah, send us a tweet. Um, Got to keep it clean down there. No nicks. All right. Uh, let's go to the fantasy. <laughs> oh, my God. Every guy can relate to that. Let's go on. I agree. Now, I'm just moving on. They can tweet at you. Yeah. Um, fantasy Corner. The top scorers this week. We got a trio that put up 20. Jamie Vardy, AOC Perez, and Christian Pulisic each had 20. Wild. Ben Chilwell had 19. And for the first ever time, a goalie makes the top five. Cruel had 16 on his two pence. My boy. Uh, top incomings, pretty much all of Leicester's team here. We got Vardy, Chilwell, Perez, Tielemans, and De Bruyne. So four Leicester players and a city player. Top outgoings, I, I'm sad to say Pookie, Aguero, Aubameyang, Callum Wilson, and Van Dyke. Van Dyke. Any interesting ones on that list to you? Van Dyke. I think people are giving up on Aubameyang too soon. Yeah, I agree. That's wild. He had like I one. Think, he had what? Like what? Two weeks that he has scored. Yeah, it's just been two weeks. I think. Very wild. Um, do you have any players to look out for? Yeah, Sean O'Connor. Sean, o- <laughs> who the fuck is that guy? The lad, the defender. Oh, Jack O'Connell. <laughs> <laughs> fuck me! I'm canceling my Sean O'Connor. <laughs> oh, we're getting delirious now. I've got Ben Chilwell. Five point five million. <laughs> Why are you laughing? The way I wish people could see how you said that to me. I've got Ben Chilwell. Five point five million. Uh, next seven weeks, they're only somewhat tough matches against Arsenal. So Ben Chilwell might get a lot of clean sheets and he attacks. So guys, look out. Five point five million isn't that much to spend on a uh, outside back. All right, that said, let's move to our final segment, the Lock of the Week, which might have to get canceled because we've been wrong on every single Lock of the Week wait, to this wait, point. No, not my Lock last week. What do you mean? My Lock wasn't Villa. What was your Lock? Was well, you, lock? you're out wild-ass pick was Villa. No, we had Locks and wild-ass Yeah, picks. what was your Lock? Mine was West Ham. That did not. Mine work. was Chelsea. Did you really pick Chelsea? Yeah. Okay, fine. So listen to Arine, apparently. Um, who's your lock this week? My lock this week. So when I say lock, you're going to win something, right? Yeah, you need to just win money. So, none yeah. of this other shit's working. Yeah. So what team did I say, mate? I said uh, Chelsea. And no, not Chelsea. Did you say Chelsea? Fuck. I think you did. No, no, no. There was a team that was plus. Leicester. Leicester is plus. Move your printer, mate. Leicester is plus 110 uh, at Crystal Palace. Okay. And uh, so good odds. Yeah, pick that. Just... Pick uh, pick Lester to win, and if the over is two point five, go with the over to parlay that bitch. Okay. You'll win big. Oh, so now you've turned it into a parlay? Yeah, I'm planning. On, yeah. So that's your lock. Over two and a half, Lester. Yes. So if you one of those don't hit, your lock fucked. That's fine. It's okay. a lock. Well, my lock is a little more conservative since I've been such ass the last few weeks. West Ham let me down. The Arsenal Liverpool parlay let me down. I'm just going to go, and I think because they have to bounce back, Homer pick, Arsenal minus 127 at home. Not bad odds against Wolves who have struggled. So I got Arsenal minus 127. Now, that said, do you have any like risks that people can take? Throw a little money down to win a lot of money. Um, 
did not prepare for this, lad. We didn't. Um, you, could, you could even pick a draw option. That's wild. Do you? Do I want to pick a draw option? Go up. Go up. <laughs> you pick something, lad. Stay there. Why are you scoring because Sports I was, Center? Because I was thinking of Tottenham and Everton. Oh, that's what I was looking at too, bro. Well, you like Tottenham to win. Yeah. At plus 150. At Everton? Yeah, and the under. Okay, so you're parlaying. Yeah. You're wild. My bro, wild you pick, put five bucks down, you're winning a lot. My wild five. pick is take the draw in Tottenham at Everton. It's <laughs> plus 250, mate. Right. You put 10 hey, to win let's 25. Let's go to the horseshoe. Let's fucking make this happen, though. Okay, huh? well, that's my wild pick. That's like a $10. That's pick. like your cheeky uh, West Ham pick. Yeah, it didn't happen. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> for one with the draws. Well, I'm thinking cheeky draw right here. Plus Never 250 is a scintillating pick. I'll do it. All right, I'll do it and I'll tweet my bet ticket. That just is like, a bit wild. Just like yeah. I did last week. Newcastle, Newcastle, West Ham at plus 270. To draw. To draw. Mm. I like West Ham to win. That's your wild pick. Okay. You know, I'm going to put cheeky small ones on all this shit. One of these <laughs> is going to be a draw. You watch. I'm telling you, I'm putting 10... On the Tottenham Everton draw, and I'll throw 20 on my lock. Arsenal winning at minus I'll throw a 20 on my lock as well, the parlay. All right, so we'll, we'll, we'll post our tickets then. Yeah. All right, guys. If anyway. we can fucking make it there, though. We, we have will. a busy weekend. Well, we'll make it. That's true. Busy weekends all around. Yeah. What do you mean all around? We're in this together, mate. We're well, a little more in it, though. Shout out. Yeah. Shout, shout out for you actually being engaged. So, yeah, yeah, shout out engagement party. Shout out Steve. Wedding this weekend. Congratulations ahead of time. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So all in the same Big day. Big congrats, Steve. All right. So that's it. Anything Big else? Big weekend for Steve. Yeah. Make sure you make your picks before it gets wild this week. Yeah. All right. Anything else? All right. With that said, let's go to a guy that needs to win oh, real bad. Man. Unai Emery. Love you guys. Good evening, Alexa. Please to play uh, my favorite song. Good evening, good evening, good evening, good evening, good evening, good evening, good evening. Good evening. Good evening.